Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. See something really scary? You bet. Music, horror, art, politics, and overall badass. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio for real on Society 13 Networks. This is Dave with a comeback episode, Kettle Whistle Radio. My health is improving, so uh, that's another long story that you don't need to hear again. But we did just hear, and I'm, I'm joined by Jess Paul, a really good friend of mine who's been on the show how many times? Just once, I think. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. And uh, we'll get into her story in a little bit here, but we just listened to uh, Broken Transmission. That's Arvin Clay and Dirk Pegritz, um, Mr. Pegritz as he wants to be called, uh, their band, Morpheus Laughing. You'll get to hear it in its entirety after we're done yapping. So, enjoy. we got a lot to cover. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. We'll talk about you and what's new with you these days. All right, yeah. Oh, I, I just saw that, that print behind you. I have the same one. Byron Winton. Yeah, yep, it's yep. great. Yep. Sid Vicious. Yes. <laughs> Byron Winton. That's a good friend of mine. Good. He is now doing art for a living. So he's. Uh, oh, he he can do that. He can yeah. Do, yeah. So it worked out. But yeah, I did a few shows with him. Uh, oh God, it's been a year now. We had a good time in Indianapolis. 
But mm-hmm. anyway, you. Yeah, um, I'm having a good time, and I'm gearing up. Like, what I've mostly been doing, I've kind of been a little bit stale in the film work area, but I've been really concentrating on my art, especially my donut stuff. Donuts Have you seen my do- my yeah, donut stuff? I certainly did. It's been about a year, but I've seen it. Yeah. Um, it started in October around. Um, oh, my God. So do yeah, I've, I've been in the cloud. I really have been in the cloud for a while. <laughs> no, it's, it's coming. It's coming around that time that you know, come this Halloween, it's going to be a year. Uh, I basically make these little uh, donut fairy crowns. I, I wore it to Ren Fair. A lot of people bought them last Halloween. That's when it really took off. And so now you can buy like uh, donut mouse ears. Oh, they're so cute. And oh, I happen to know somebody that will want one of those. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be selling them at a really cool event coming up. It's called Layer Cake. And my buddy, uh, Ziggy Sawdust, he, uh, he, did you ever hear of him? Isn't that <laughs> That's cool? That's a great name. No. He's a, he's a carver. You know, he, um, he carves wood. And so Ziggy Sawdust, of course, uh, he's, he's really cool and he's a great organizer. So it's a huge festival, four venues. Um, it's going to be at, in Lawrenceville in Spirit. Cativo, Mr. Smalls, and that's fantastic. There's there's, there's one other event. That did you, I wait, did you give a date? It's uh, June third and fourth. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I might be around for that. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be at Spirit on the Friday, so and and there's gonna be live painters and just tons and tons of music. That's fantastic. Like, um, yeah. Lots of bands or lots of bands. Oh, okay. Wow. We're talking like like I've seen the lineup, and we're talking like. A dozen bands in one venue or more, you know, playing all day. And then there's, you know, three other venues just like that. So it, for two, for two days. So you've got, it's, it's going to be nuts. You, you will definitely find something that you love. I made the mistake of, I think it was like one of my first episodes might have been four, episode four. We're up to, this is episode 147, just so you know. Cool. Yeah. And, um, nearing 150. I, I, right. I made the mistake of doing a festival for one of my first shows and it's 12 bands in one night. Three rap groups and I don't know. And Are you saying you interviewed all those bands? Yes. Oh my God. By myself. I had, a, I did have a wingman, uh, my, uh, brother-in-law Jim, um, who luckily was my handler that night because I was losing it. But it was wasn't <laughs> fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, a lot of those bands, half of them are still around. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really, good. Yeah, yeah. But that that was a that was I don't know what, what I. What are we thinking. talking? How many years ago was that? Oh my God, four or five years ago. I've been doing this probably four or five. Yeah, this has got to. That sounds like my end. show. Yeah. yeah Except you you're probably doing a lot better than I I uh, did at the end. <laughs> we're doing pretty good. I mean, the iTunes thing is working out great for us. Yeah. And I've gotten I got some heavy hitters. You're looking right here. One of my favorites, uh, Sean Yusel from White Zombie. I had her Ooh. on. And Dava uh, She Wolf. They're in that band together, Star and Dagger. I, I always brag about that show. Guys, go back and listen to it because both of them are great shows. They're Man, there's shows. so much to listen to. And there, there really is. There's yeah. no, and there's no time. Right. I mean, we have 12 shows as it is. Um, I guess while I think of it, we have a new one I'm going to plug real quick. Um, let's see here. The Queens of NC-17. Uh, you can find this at our <laughs> website, society-13.com. Now, these are three ghost-chasing girls that um, moved what? on. What? You said that. What does that mean, ghost-chasing uh, girls? Like, you know, like my Heather Taddy, you know? Yeah, that's right. All the, you know, they, uh, they, they just like... Uh, I guess they were investigators that went, it went somewhere else. Um, let me see if I can. They're not the, they're not the punk rock chick group that also well, investigate ghosts, do, they, are they? Very well. They are definitely that too. Oh, uh, okay. I think I might have heard of them. Yeah, whether it's the same ones, I think it is, uh, cause I've just recently met them online 
and I'll be seeing them when we have our little get together. But here, here's real quick. Um, here, this is John Towers wrote this this bio for the Go Go Ghost Girls. That's what they were called. Uh, crude, lewd, with major attitude. The Go Go Ghost Girls are here to talk the best and rarest NC17 and every gem in between. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, what's that, you say? You also needed really bad dating advice, too? <laughs> Apparently, they give really bad dating advice. Well, you've come to the right place because these girls have tons of horrible advice to share with you at the end of each episode. <laughs> stay tuned and stay nasty. That, yeah, so check them out, like I said, at uh, Society13... Society13... Stop, nah, whatever. What, what you guys know it by now. Society-13.com. Yeah, they, their their show will be up there shortly. And that's uh, with China White, Yana Isabel, and Andy Strega. Strega means ghost. No, I mean witch to me. Yeah. In Italian. That's, yeah. yeah, that's true. It may not be spelled the same way. And I hope I read the, the names right or they're going to beat me up. So, but I'm not oh, that's afraid. Oh, that's too cool of a name. I'm not afraid of a good <laughs> anyway, back to you. Man, when it came to Wrecked Radio, the show that I was just talking about that yes. I had for five years, YouTube, so I, I probably got at least one thing completely wrong, like mispronounced a band name, gave a false piece of information, at least, there was, it, it was like, it was like my good luck charm, that if I got my one mistake in for the episode, then I, I was doing what I usually do. We so. have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> a lot in common. I get, I get abused on a regular basis, whether I misspell something or missay something, so whatever. What are you gonna do? And, to, to go off of that story, I didn't get a whole lot of people recognizing me, cause the, the show was pretty popular, but I did get at least like two people in my life that I heard that like recognized me from not even knowing me. And the one was not that somebody actually recognized me, but that one of my really good friends, she was working in a West Virginia GameStop, mm-hmm. and she was literally behind a rack like putting you know, stuff on the shelf. And she overheard two people talking and they were fighting about a piece of information, probably a piece of information again that I got wrong. And the one says, no. And it's like about music. They're talking about music. And she goes, no, I heard just Paul say it. It's gotta be true. Oh. And so I'm like, Oh my God, it's probably not, but it was crazy to hear somebody like talking about me in a game stop. Like that was really odd. And there was probably, there was only one other instance that somebody like recognized me or whatever, That's but hysterical. that was, that was one of them, and <laughs> that was probably how it went down. Well, I get recognized for the wrong things. I, I some, <laughs> somebody I work with, um, because they they thought they knew my last name and said, "Oh yeah, you used to take us to church when we were little." I'm like, "Well, no, I def- that's definitely not, not me." me yeah. I, I, oh, okay. I don't, I don't know what you're talking so about. False recognition, or just crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that just happened. That just happened. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun stuff in our lives. So how is uh, Mr. Lefty and Only Flesh? Only Flesh is doing really well. Um, they, they just did Mushroom Head. They opened for Mushroom Head Fantastic. at Alter Bar. I know. I wish I could have um, been there for that. Yeah. Oh. They've got the, the very, very next thing that they have coming up is this weekend. They've got a Happy Hook Day, they call it. And in their own backyard, they suspend people into the air on hooks, I as we've that. talked about. Do yeah. You know that. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm, I'm going to try to convince Carrie to put that in the movie. I want him to hang me from the ceiling and I want to be the, like, I'm saying this on air so that he, he might be a little bit obligated to do it. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, he can come get me. I'll, 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 I'll convince him to do it. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> now, I just met your mom. What do you, what do you think your mom would think about that? <laughs> you know, so I did, I did suspend once before yeah, and I, I did not, yeah. yeah, I didn't tell my family at all for, like I told everybody to keep the pictures off the internet and <laughs> I, I didn't tell my family for about, 
it it was a couple weeks. It was about a month, but I can't really keep things from them. Like it eventually like just comes out of my mouth, just like you know, right. uh, an exorcism. I'll eventually like shout out the table because I I have this guilt like bubbling oh, yeah, up yeah, inside yeah. me. It, it happens. <laughs> it happens. So I eventually did tell them. I don't I don't even remember how that you know how I said it or how it came about, but. All my, mo- like, I do these kinds of things, like, I dye my hair crazy colors, yeah, we, I- We're gonna talk about that too. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, and, and you know, I'll just show up one day and say, so, I gotta tell you something. And she just has to go with it, because that's just, I mean, I don't do anything extremely crazy. And I'm, I'm, listen, I'm like, tw- I'm 26 years old now, I'm still living with my family because I love them, and, and I'm just like getting my stuff together before I, I don't know, move out to California or whatever I'm planning to do. So, she, she basically just, by now knows that I have to try something and see how, see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, you actually, you were bearing gifts today too. Um, you, you should tell, you really should talk about that. I've got some interesting pieces in my garage right now. Yeah. So <laughs> as I mentioned, I'm an artist and one of the biggest, um, series I ever did was my living walls. So the, the theme of that, what they're supposed to be is kind of like walls that you found in an old haunted house that started growing monsters. Very cool. Yeah, or, or like or like monstrous substances. They definitely you know? are. Yeah. yeah. And uh I've been so I'm t- since college, so that's been quite a few years that I've been um, you know, taking them around. One of them, the first one I did, which I did keep because it's really special to me, um, it won in, it won first place in the jury exhibition uh, at my at my university. So I was really proud of that series and it was funny because the juror that put on the show that, you know, juried the show, he happened to be from Pittsburgh. He didn't know I was also, because I went to school in West Virginia, so he didn't even know, um, but we kind of clicked, and, and he was, he gave me the award for the best reason possible. Like, because I, I asked him, like, you know, why, because I, I had much more skilled, like, um, realistic painters in my class, you know, and he said, it's the only thing that's different. Original. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It's great. Very Clive Barker. Very, you know. Oh, that's great. That's a great thing to say. I love that dude. Oh, oh, me too, man. (laughs) Um, We should probably play a song. You were going to pick a song. uh, I did. Yeah. I picked a specific one. I was looking at their album, uh, Only Flesh. You know, I got to, I got to promote my guys every chance I can. Oh, hell yeah. Um, But, uh. I picked their surf rock song. They jump genre a lot. Very interesting. Yeah. We've played surf rock here before. Yeah, by that you? girl right there. Awesome. Shawnee Salt, famous monsters. Yep. Very yep. cool. So they, cause they do punk, they do metal, like they really skip around and, yes, they and do. sleaze rock. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> right. You remembered sleaze rock. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, this is actually called Queens of Sleaze, uh, by Only Flesh. And I have a specific dance I do that nobody knows because I'm, you know, hidden in the crowd, but like, I love dancing to the song. It is, and I think you're going to love it specifically. I really do. It's really awesome. It's, I, I already do. And it, <laughs> it kind of ties in with our Queens of NC17. Maybe uh-huh. it'd be one of their favorite songs. Cause when I thought, I, I almost thought I was reading that when I saw, I'm like, wow, he's fast. He just put that. Right on there, but no, it was Queens of Sometimes, NC-17. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes things <laughs> fall right into place. That's right. For the big comeback show of Kettle Whistle Radio. It's all right, well, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do, uh, all right. So Queens, it, Queens of Sleaze. Of Sleaze. It, and this is, uh, Lefty Metzger and does he even like his last name being used? Yeah. He does? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's and get, of let's course, get it o- out there. Only flesh. All right, folks. Hang on. We'll be right back.
in the dark, but you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke cleared from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle, fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark, if you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game. <laughs> okay, thank you for sticking around, folks. That was the Queens of Sleaze, Only Flesh, our buddy Lefty, and I'm here mm-hmm. with here with Jess Paul, and uh, we're both having a bad hair day. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I said when when I come over, we can laugh at each other's hair. Her hair really isn't bad. She just I don't know. You don't I it. saved it. You should have seen it. So. I was planning on telling everybody that it was, you know, because of Memorial Day. You know, I'm being patriotic because I have pink at the end of my hair, I have blonde in between, and then now I've accidentally, you know, dyed the top of my hair blue. I think it looks kind of cool. It does look kind of cool now that I kind of uh, styled it to the way I wanted to. Because I have, you know, I have to meet some friends tonight, so they're going to be like, um, and I just had had to save myself. Basically, this was my logic. Me and Lefty say, like, science, question mark? the way i think like science <laughs> and so when you when you have blonde hair and especially when you're doing it yourself um with products that you buy off the internet that should be for a trained you know beautician mm. <laughs> <laughs> and i am not um off you're the supposed internet. to yeah <laughs> uh it was big good value too big big bucket of bleach but um oh, i know i know it sounds bad but uh you're supposed to put a toner on your hair to make it look less yellow and more blonde, uh, more, more, you know, uh, toned, to- toner. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have any. I ran out. So I thought, well, if I just put some like, I'll turn like the opposite color, which is, which is a blue purple, you know, that's the opposite of, of brassy hair. Put it on for 30 seconds, wash it out. It should be fine. Like right. it should bring it down, you know? <laughs> this stuff took Second, I put it on my hair, and I, I remember seeing it in the shower. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And that that is exclusive on this show because I'm going to tell everybody that like it was it was intent. Actually, I don't know if I should tell anybody that it was intended because this just looks 
ridiculous. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I just have a frizz Italian head tonight, man. Yeah. Today, I should say. It's so humid out and just like... I yeah, we're, we're all suffering. Wrong time to grow my hair back. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, man, it's a wrong time. Well, anyway, so I, that, that song is fantastic, first of all, of Only Flesh. I, I wish them the best of luck. Um, yeah. It sounds like they're having it, too. Yeah, you um, guys can you guys can type in Only Flesh, see their Facebook, see what yeah. events are coming up. They'll most likely post them because they've got a good summer ahead of them. I, not, yeah, hopefully they do the festival season, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got something here I do have to talk about. It's a shame I don't have my glasses, so we're going to have to rough it this time. Yeah, I have old man reading glasses now. Uh, my, our friend Nelson, Nelson W. Piles, the writer, and the creator of Wicked Library has a new project. And, well, actually, it's an old project, but he is handling it new. <laughs> it's Okay, we'll just we'll go with this. It's called Queen of the Black Coast. And so many a, queens today. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, I know, right? the third one. I mean, look. <laughs> Wow, I wish you could play some Queens of the Stone Age and just yeah. wrap it all up. <laughs> and then followed by Freddie Mercury. No, anyway. Mm. Alright, so Queen of the Black Coast. This is a Conan book, okay? Queen of the Black Coast is a 1978 collection of two fantasy short stories written by Robert E. Howard, featuring his sword and sorcery hero Conan the Barbarian. The book was published in 1978 by Donald M. Grant Publisher Inc. as volume 7 of their deluxe Conan set. The title story originally appeared in the magazine Weird Tales. The Veil of Lost Women first appeared in the magazine of Horror. And Nelson Piles sent us a um, sample of the reading. Um, I'll be playing that in a little bit here. But Queen of the Black Coast, and uh, congratulations to Nelson W. Piles. And, of course, Dan Foytake, who is now taking over uh, the, uh, Wicked, uh, the Wicked Library. Every now and then we get a little bit. Nelson, but there, there you go, folks. Conan on the Society 13 network. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Stuff. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Man, oh, man. Since, we're, since we're talking about stories, I gotta, I gotta talk about one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I am so excited to talk about it, actually. Um, cause you just released Demon Eye as a comic book. And let me tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, you know, spoiler alert, it was fantastic. Uh, I'm blushing. <laughs> so, I, actually, cause I'm very hot. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 but anyway, you, you so, thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. Oh my god! Cool. So, you. so I firstly read the uh, the story, the short story, and like back to back, so I could really you know see the difference between the the comic book media and the story media. Because I think on the last podcast um, I talked to you about, mm-hmm. um, I talked uh, the last podcast we did. We talked about the story that I was writing that I wanted to make into a comic book. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah, so I am always interested to hear, like, the perspective on how the whole thing works and to talk about the story in general. So when it came to Demon Eye, was, why did you make this specific story into a comic book? Was it uh, one of your favorites or was it just that it fit into the comic book? Interestingly, well, it's in Dwelling in the Dark and part two is there too. I'd love to see part two become, um, you know the second issue. Is this is this the part yeah. two? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. This Demon Eye two uh, drinking is is uh, isn't for numbskulls. That's, yeah. That's part two. It's in there. I'm hoping that sees the light of day as a comic too. But adapting it. Um. Originally it was in uh, West Westward Hose, which is over here somewhere. Um. By Burning Bowl Press. Oh, cool. Burning oh, Bowl. Look I, at that. I, Nelson, I said press again. It's Burning Bowl Publishing. We always say press. We don't know why. We just say that. But. Uh, <laughs> It was originally published in there, and then I got to put it in my collection, Dwelling in the Dark. But Burning Bowl Publishing, you can get that. And it's it's on, it, the comic book ver- adapt- adaptation is on Indie Planet right now. That's right. That's where I got mine. I'm it ca- so it came really fast. You cool. know, um, it was a really good experience. It's only four ninety nine. Not too bad. Yeah, no, too totally. Much. But um, adapting it, Gary Gary Vincent, our publisher, was like. Um, 
you know, he, he did, a, there's a, there's another comic that he did. His, uh, his, uh, Western is, is also in there. Um, it's in Westward Host. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know, I want to, I want to do another, um, comic book and how I like Demon Eye. And he's like, can we storyboard it? I was like, so I'll storyboard okay. it. And that's, he published it. And Little Son is the artist. She's a Korean artist for oh, fantastic. Cool. And so it yeah. turned out anime. So I got to do it my. It did. I wanted anime. to ask you about that. Very cool. Is that, is that one of your preferred like mediums? It's my favorite medium. Oh, I think. great. I, honestly, anime. I mean, I'm surrounded in a room full of stuff that some of which are anime, but, um, yeah, you know, I originally storyboarded, you know, with, uh, John Towers on the WZWA. So I learned a lot there. I learned what not to do and, uh, how to piss off an artist and how to not piss off an artist. <laughs> I had learned how to storyboard, um, better. And I, I did that with Demon Eye. And, uh, so I had great practice before that. So and, you're saying you actually drew the storyboard? Um, no, I just wrote it out like a script. Oh, cool. I can't draw. I mean, I can, but I can't. So you did, that was my next question. So th- you did have a lot in kind of truncating the story yes. to fit into. Yeah. I, it, yeah. You know, it's a difficult task, but because it's yours, you love it. So yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It, it, it's fun. Let's face it. It's fun. But trying to, you know, edit out certain things and, and still have it flow, you know, do it. How is she going to draw this? You know, I couldn't how, believe it, how well that turned out. Cause like I said, I read really? it back to back and the whole story seemed to be completely there, even though it Thank was you. in this one issue. I assumed before I read it that your, this short story in Dwelling in the Dark was going to be um, expanded over a couple issues. I thought that's what it was about, but no, you fit it in this one issue, and then you're gonna. Can, is this the story that you said you've been writing for a long time? No, that's there's three others. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I got a lot coming. I'm just saying, there's a lot coming out. Hopefully this year, and two of which we'll see the light of day. These are books. But, Books, um, whole, whole novels. Yeah, uh, I've been talking about uh, Charlie, a child's tale of terror for a long time, but it's going to see the light of day. But awesome. I've taken time off to do other things and work with other people, collaborations. And I have another collaboration with my friend Shane and um, this girl Tanya, who I'm actually going to see her tomorrow. Tanya Maher, where we're doing a book. It's actually a coffee table book where she takes uh, morbid pictures of antiques, and I write a story about it. No, that's very awesome. Yeah. I'll send you the rough drafts. And I think you'll like it. I think. You'll well, like let me it. tell you how much I appreciate that you like have really thought of the cool ways to expand past just like noveling stories. Trying. Like that's really cool. <laughs> I appreciate it. I really. And am. I mean, me as an artist, you know, if if there are pictures, <laughs> I'm on board. Oh, okay. I'll send you a rough draft. Some are a page long. It's not like you're gonna have to read. No. Yeah. Right. There's one that's 16 pages. <laughs> well, you know, if you have to expand, that's how it goes. Well, I appreciate that. I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it stand, it was meant to stand on its own in case issue two never sees the light of day. But so you guys have to get this now. Uh-huh. You guys have to go out and get it and, uh, I appreciate we're gonna have too. to see, see if we can get issue the second two, issue out. Issue two is a bit different and it's a twist on one of the other characters and it, it fits in at the end. You, it, it, it kind of like, it's a beginning and an end to the first issue. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. cool. I, I like wraparound stories. I, I, I like to challenge myself. Like Cause there, that. there are a couple things that are left a little bit mysterious in here. Oh yeah. Um, as far as, uh, I don't even want to give it. I see. I didn't know how much I could talk about the story. I was very excited, but say, it's like you're just go gonna ahead. like bleep things out. Can you? No, nah, I can. But you want to give a synopsis? Um, okay. Can so um, when it comes to Demon Eye, the story is uh, uh, Deadshot Decker. Um, he is he's the really one of the only guys in town. In a can I, am I pronouncing his Caravas Pass? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, he's one of the only people that can really wrangle these demons, these man suit demons. Nice, that come man into suit. Town. Exactly. You yeah. read my mind. That's how I wanted to, yeah. Man suit demons, of course. Um, 
one of my favorite parts about the descriptions too is the way that their teeth just like you know fall out, drip out of their face. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then come there, there come the needles, razors. Uh, but uh, basically, he might. He, I'm gonna say he might meet his match at the end. Maybe. Maybe. Because I, I mean, <laughs> you get you get <laughs> your really? answer. You, you do get your answer you in do the get second your, part. I know, but I know. Oh, really? Yeah, dwelling yeah, and dwelling in the dark part too. Okay. Is in the, yeah, that that one you'll get your answer if he met yeah. his match or not. But, so, so you're, you're set in the Old West, you're set in Texas, in Caravas Pass, right, Texas? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, um, and a lot of, uh, uh, demon quick draw, you know, shooting goes down, and it is awesome. It is, it was so fun. You know, one of my favorite parts about reading the, the, the short story itself was that you're in Decker's brain the whole time. <laughs> you're, I mean, in his, his voice. I'm glad you liked that. Yeah, that was so fun. Because you did, you did say, listen, this is the old west, it's kind of set back, it's, you know, and I'm like, I'm all for it, and it was awesome. I'm it so was glad. very cool. Western, I, I mean, I, I'm not really into westerns, but I grew up with Clint Eastwood. Okay. And, um, when the big challenge came, Gary said, you know, we want to make a western horror book, um, can you do it? I'm like, um, yeah, I'll find a way. And I guess the most interesting twist is how he is able to uh, gun down these demons. It's kind of nasty. Okay, so <laughs> I was wondering, when I was reading the story, I was like, did I miss something? Because it was such a twist to me, but I was thinking that I, like, I just read over something. Because I'm like, what is in that paper? What is in that paper that she's giving him? I could not I could not uh, figure it out, or I thought I missed it. And then I'm like, oh, my God, that's genius. Yeah, I love really? it. Really? You think so? Well, I didn't, I didn't get it. Like, I didn't, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I, I can't say that I'm the best at seeing things come, so I enjoy a lot of stuff because I'm always surprised. But, um, yeah, it was fantastic. I think the women in the brothel saw it coming. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh! On that note, all right, I'm going to play a little snippet of, uh, this Conan story that Nelson does. Awesome. And, uh, we'll get right back to you guys. Uh, hopefully we can sell you on, uh, more of our podcasts at society13.com. Okay. And if you yeah, like but, comic books. And if you like, I can't thank Jess enough. I, I had no idea what I was in store for when she showed up today. Yeah. So. <laughs> Love right. my materials. Thanks again. All right. We'll be right back. She gazed up into the face of Conan, who lounged beside her, his black mane stirring in the faint breeze. Billy's eyes were dark jewels burning in the moonlight. Mystery and terror are about us, Conan, and we glide into the realm of horror and death, she said. Are you afraid? A shrug of his mailed shoulders was his only answer. I am not afraid either, she said meditatively. I was never afraid. I have looked into the naked fangs of death too often. Conan, do you fear the gods? I would not tread on their shadow, answered the barbarian conversationally. Some guards are strong to harm, others to aid. At least so say their priests. Mitra of the Hyborians must be a strong god, because his people have built their cities over the world. But even the Hyborians fear Set, and Bel, the god of thieves, is a good god. When I was a thief in Zamora, I learned of him. What of your own gods? I have never heard you call on them. Their chief is Krom. He dwells on a great mountain. What use to call on him? Little he cares if men live or die. Better to be silent than to call his attention to you. 
He will send you dooms, not fortune. He is grim and loveless, but at birth he breathes power to strive and slay to a man's soul. What else shall men ask of the gods? But what of the worlds beyond the river of death? she persisted. There is no hope here or hereafter in the cult of my people, answered Conan. In this world men struggle and suffer vainly, finding pleasure only in the bright madness of battle. Dying their souls enter a gray misty realm of clouds and icy winds to wander cheerlessly throughout eternity. Belit shuddered. Life, bad as it is, is better than such a destiny. What do you believe, Conan? He shrugged his shoulders. I have known many gods. He who denies them is as blind as he who trusts them too deeply. I seek not beyond death. It may be the blackness averred by the Nemedian skeptics, or Krom's realm of ice and cloud, or the snowy plains and vaulted halls of Nordheimer's Valhalla. I know not, nor do I care. Let me live deep while I live. Let me know the rich juices of red meat and stinging wine on my palate, the hot embrace of white arms, the mad exaltation of battle when the blue blades flame and crimson, and I am content. Let teachers and priests and philosophers brood over questions of reality and illusion. I know this. If life is illusion, then I am no less an illusion. Being thus, the illusion is real to me. I live. I burn with life. I love. I slay. And am content. This sample is from the Book in a Bottle series by Bonafide Outlaw Free Press. The first bottle is Queen of the Black Coast by Robert E. Howard, featuring artwork by Brett Bursell and narrated by Nelson W. Piles. Go to www.nognafe.com for more information. Coming soon. talking a little Joan Jet right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. The I classics. Got, I, I found that at Dave's Music Mine in Pittsburgh. That's a, that's a gorgeous cover. I love that. And it, But there's a live disc on there, too. There's oh, that's live, very yeah, nice. It's all the songs, and then all the songs live. So I, I got it for like $3, which is such a shame. Just a shame. Yeah. Nobody's buying stuff anymore. But um, they should let's go to buy Indi- some stuff. Let's yeah. go. Let's go to Indie Planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go to Indie Planet. Look up Demon Eye. Help me out, man. I want issue two to come out. You will. At least check it out. You got to see, you know, how how awesome this art is and how well this the story flowed together. If you did read Dulling in the Dark, it's a really, um, it's a really neat comparison to see how the the short story moves into a comic book, and it and it was pretty seamless, pretty flawless. I really appreciate that. And Dwelling in the Dark is 11 stories that all flow together, too. Hard to put together. Mm-hmm. Some people have. Cool. But, uh, they all flow. It's a, you know, it's a, a timeline spanning, like, oh, I want to say 40 years. 
But then you have Dean and I, which we don't know. Who knows what, what day right. that is. Right. But yeah, they all flow together. And if you want to see, read Dean and I too, it's in there. And I think you might have to get a kick out of it. I, I do. I, I know you will. I know yeah. you will. Yeah. Right. It was great. But anyway, so... What else we got here? I know you got stuff to talk about. Yeah, I do. So we were just talking about Lefty, my boyfriend. Um, and we, we worked together on a lot of things. And within the last couple of years, well, let's start, let's start from the very beginning. Just long story short, when I first met him, and I think I said this on the last podcast too, um, the first thing I ever said to him was, you know who you look like? And he had no idea what I was talking about. And I, he looks like, like David Bowie. Like his face is David Bowie. I, I saw a picture of him to be, before I even met him in person. And um, so that Halloween, you know, our first Halloween together, he goes, so what are you going to be for Halloween? We're going to do a couple's costume. I'm like, uh, I have an idea. I don't know if you're going to like it. And so I put together um, the Labyrinth costume, the Jareth costume. It is amazing. Oh, it was it was so good. And it's been like... I kind of over the years have added on to it and, and gathered better costume pieces to the point where we um we we've even won a costume contest, you know, a citywide easily, costume easily. contest. Yeah. yeah. And uh and now he's doing it professionally and he's gonna be at the Biome Theater just coming up. I think it's gonna be on June se- yeah. The Biome is gonna be on June seventeenth. And if you love Bowie, they're going to have like a multi piece band just Tributing Bowie the whole night, and it's going to so be amazing. Cool. And basically, what um, what Lefty's going to do is he's going to be there for the the welcoming party, like the the special like um, what do you call it's it's a pre show basically where everybody's going to get cocktails and everything. So you buy a specific ticket for that, and you can come take pictures with basically a. Bowie look alike. I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making the costume right now. Like that that's what like that's how we're a partnership in this that you know I'm doing the makeup and I do, I'm doing the costume and I am I've never put together such a Production. complicated <laughs> costume and makeup and I'm I'm totally, you know, confident on the makeup but uh never made a Never made a costume from scratch before, but it's looking pretty good so far. I have no doubt. Ziggy Stardust. No doubt. Come take pictures with Ziggy Stardust. That is so freaking cool. Yeah, I do want to go to that. I really do. Oh man! But um, gosh, I don't know. I I hate to wrap up, but I don't. Do you you have more more stuff to talk about? That's all. That's all I brought. We're we're supposed to, uh, you know. This might be an edit. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But, um, oh, actually, I have seen some good horror movies lately. Have you? Yeah, John Towers uh, told me to watch Hush. It's on Netflix right now. I did see that poster, and it's good? It's good. That's a real good one. Uh, my favorite one of late is Hellions. I've talked about it on several other shows. Um, Hellions is badass. It's like... Like just a, like evil trick or treaters type of thing, <gasps> yeah. Ooh. But but it's but when you see the twist at the end, it's just kind of like what? Okay, um, but it makes sense. Like it, it's a, it's a it's a great horror movie and it's beautifully shot. I mean, beautifully shot. I love the scenes in there. I mean, it, ten years from now, it'll be considered a cult classic. I think that's that's, that's good to hear. I'm sure they'd love you saying that. Yeah, if they do. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I speaking of horror movies, I probably watched one of the most classic ones of all. Uh, for the first time in my life, me and Lefty watched Silence of the Lambs for the first oh, time. Really? If, you, if you want to call it, like, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, it, it crosses over. Yeah, it does. But um, it was so. I mean, I'm an actor, so to watch 
them on the screen like that for the, uh, at my age, like for the first time, like I just respected it so much. Oh, yeah. And then we watched like the whole, you know, inside story on it and just how that whole production came together. It was like, it was a cast and crew of second choices, I, as they called it. I yeah. love all those movies though. Mm-hmm. I really do. I gave you a homework assignment and if you're not going to read the book that's sitting right over there that you brought <laughs> back, you have to see the movie. You I go, did see the movie. Oh, you did? You yeah. thought Barbara Hershey? Oh, my God. The Entity. Oh, yes. The Entity. Yes. I was... Uh, that. That's another one where the acting was superb, and yeah. I, was, I was so respectful of it, because I love horror movies, but a lot of people look down on it, you know, as far as, like, you know, the, what an actor can achieve, you oh, know? I know, all right. Oh, yeah. But, uh... But those were two great examples on how you can really just take your acting ability and, and that, that kind of level of respect way up to the top. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. I didn't know you saw the movie. Okay. I yeah, that's I, why I was interested in it to begin with. But that book is the scariest book I've ever read. <laughs> it's so good. I, was, I feel lucky enough to, to own it. I know. Well, I wanted to give it back to you because I knew I would destroy it eventually if it was going to uh, get, get pushed around. So yeah, it's um, all right. I'm, I'm just... I uh, got so many more. That's such a thick book. <laughs> It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's a quick read, though. It's really? A quick read. I know you're busy. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna have a friend of yours on um, soon. Who? I think in June. Do you, um, Alicia Marie? <gasps> screen part. I just talked doing... to Alicia. Yeah, yeah, she, she just resurfaced, like all oh, yeah. of a sudden out of nowhere. Oh my god! Yeah, she's gonna be uh, coming on as a co-host sometime in June. If you <gasps> want to be here, since you live down the road, I know. Yeah, I won't, I hope I won't stop you. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, all I have to do is run over. I mean, I'm yeah. Here. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, she's gonna come over, and I, I don't know what we're gonna do yet, but we'll figure it out. She's got stuff going on, and I have enough going on in my head. I have I have enough questions I could ask her because yeah. I was just doing that, you know, over Messenger. I was like, at least what are you up to? Well, you got the job. Okay, <laughs> <tell> you. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so I'm still looking at my poor Iggy action figure here with his yeah what happened did i say this on the air before what happened i I don't know i I forget if we talked about it but there was a collapse my michael myers fell into my um tarantino (laughs) action fear that's quentin tarantino (laughs) as a zombie and then he hit iggy from screen park and they all lost limbs (laughs) all oh it was just a body part mess yeah what are you gonna do (laughs) it's it's the little things but um, well, this was fun. Them can't hang at all because they're too heavy. They're, they're pretty heavy. Yeah, they're pretty heavy. Um, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. <laughs> and how to hang it? <laughs> how to hang it? Yeah. Once again, a referral to the brothel in Demon Eye. <laughs> uh, oh, you are just full of puns. He did it again. He did it again. <laughs> but uh, guys, I would appreciate it if you would check it out. Go to Indie Planet, um, Burning Bulb Comics at Indie Indie Planet, and you can see there's two comics there. Uh, one is Gary's. And, uh, demonize there. And, uh, well, you heard it from Jess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if, if even you want to take my recommendation, you better go get it. I appreciate it. Cause mm-hmm. I want that to be a series. And I, I, you know what? It deserves to be a series. Yes. It's, it's a good story. Totally. And I, even if I say so myself, I, I said it on another show, I'm actually, that's a piece of work I'm proud of. I really am. I know. Yeah. You should be. This time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know that feeling. Uh, yeah. For I sure. bet you do. Well, you have anything you got to plug Twitter? Um, you got to, are oh, you, whatever. It's, I, all of my, all my handles are, like this, they're most likely this is Jess Paul because there's already a Jess Paul. So it's this is Jess Paul. That's my Twitter handle. And, um, you know, if you just type, honestly, I, I eventually, I at one point made cards that just said it didn't have any of my information. I had my picture and then on the back it said just effing Google me because <laughs> that's just the easiest. I feel like nobody takes care of business cards or uses them at all. So I'm just like, you know what? Wait, Screw it. Wait, did I ever get one? <laughs> oh my God. Do you, did you do a similar thing? No, these actually work for me. Okay. I never gave you one. Um, yeah, so Twitter, you don't really utilize it that much. No, I do. It's just like, I don't, I don't think anybody's interested to hear what I have to say. 
<laughs> that's not true. You'd be surprised. You'd yeah. be very surprised. Uh, I'm at Fairly Dark. You guys know that. Go to society-13.com for all our shows, and there's a lot of them now, and some of them are pretty dirty. Ooh. I'm just saying, oh, we got, oh, yeah, we got some dirty ones now. We've definitely moved up. I, I, I am pretty much the most soft core person <gasps> in the Society 13 network. <laughs> I'm telling you now, because family friendly horror and metal show. <laughs> exactly, and horror, but the pop off is a huge show right now with Martise that I, I really That's recommend. Fun. They are hilarious. Do you have Insta? Mm. I do. I just got one. Does it work? I got one for my my um. My donuts, my Insta- like well, you an, an Instagram, like Instagram. Yeah, you should. so so that is also this is Jess Paul, and okay. uh, you if you want to look at donuts that you can't eat and you can basically <laughs> wear on your head, then that's where you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, hopefully we'll be back sooner than later. This yeah, time around. I took uh, too oh, long. Oh man, you off. know I could talk forever. Yeah, so we'll we'll be back. <laughs> All right, well we're gonna go out with, of course. We get well. We have to go out with uh, "Broken Transmission" by my my buddy Arvin and Mr. Pegritz from Morpheus Laughing. Check them out. They're on Facebook. Um, and after that, you will hear our closing. You know, our, our closing song is by Yard Panther, and th- those are my friends, Jess Timko, Erica Askew, and Dave Askew. Now they're all in Austin. They used to live in the Pittsburgh area, but Yard Panther, hilarious name. They named it after their cat. Oh, <laughs> I get that. I can see is it. A yard panther. Oh, that's funny. But you'll hear Hypnic. That's on. That's the last. <laughs> that's the last thing you'll hear today. All right. I want to say thank you to Jess Paul for. Oh, you don't have to thank me. Of course, this is blast every time. Made my comeback very easy. Very easy. I appreciate <laughs> it. I really do. Just fill me with coffee and I'll talk forever. Yeah, she's not kidding, man. She loves her coffee. <laughs> this is worse things. <laughs> like that brothel and demon eye. All right. Oh yeah, we're going. <laughs> oh, have man. a good night.
Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.